Hey, hello, welcome, 2021 Ramble Chat episode. This is what this is this week. Um, thank you very for the kind messages for Georgia Goodman's episode last week. My stepdaughter, young uh, social science student. Um, we had some really lovely messages come back from that and some interesting follows as well. Um, I'm not sure if they're directly from Georgia's episode, but um, yeah, some interesting stuff's happened since. So thank you very much to everybody. Um, this week is a ramble chat episode. So this is basically what I do on YouTube for people who aren't on YouTube following us. Um, I do a ramble chat. It's only the second one I've done. Um, but essentially it's kind of a version of these intros. So on the YouTube version of this podcast, we just have the interviews. We just drop in straight into the interview. For those of you who listen, uh, via the audio, like this, um, part of the the shape of the podcast, I guess, is just me having a little bit of a ramble at the start, what's going on, where we've been, what we've seen, what we're doing, where we're going, and a little roundup at the end, uh, as some of my favourite podcasts do, which is something I wanted to sort of pay homage to with the audio. So where Ramble Chat episodes are concerned, it's just every now and again, it's just me on the video version of the podcast, just doing that, rounding things up. And this version today was the roundup of the year because we are nearly one year of age. Our first episode went out on the 27th of January with Mr. Matthew Thrust. 27th of January, 2020. So we're coming up to one year old. So we're really chuffed about that, a year of podcasting. And this this episode just rounds it up. And it also has a look forward into this year and who's going to be coming on and what's going to be happening. And since I recorded this, which I think was on the 3rd of January... Uh, and it went out, obviously, on the video. As I remind you guys, the video versions of this that you're listening to now that come out on a Monday morning, they go out on the Friday evening prior, the premiere on YouTube at 8 o'clock. So if you're not over there, head over. YouTube seems to be our biggest bubbling sort of um, community, really. We're just about to hit 3,000 subscribers, which is mad. And, yeah, 8 o'clock on a Friday night is where we is where we premiere these episodes. But like I say, without this intro and outro and stuff, um, so do head over, hit hit the notification bell, hit subscribe, tell a friend, you know how it goes. Um, yeah, so Ramble Chat was great. Um, and I'm not going to go on too much. I'm just going to tell you a little bit about what is coming up because I don't mention it so much in here. So we're going to be doing our sponsors. So quickly, uh, Go Deep Flotation Therapy and lincolncryolab.co.uk uh, Kieran Rattigan and Matt Frost, respectively. Um, those guys are going to be coming on. We've got recorded episodes with those that we're going to be releasing. So we're going to talk a lot about cryotherapy and all the stuff that I bang on about in a kind of um, very limited scientific way, trying to get you guys to have a, a dig in and have a look and have a read about these two therapies. Um, we're going to chat about them in quite in depth. And Kieran and I in particular, we've done a little bit of a spiritual endeavour over the Christmas period together, which we're going to dig into as well. So we need to thank our sponsors as we head into our second year. GoDeepFlotation.com for all your floating needs. Obviously, we're in lockdown. We can't do it right now. But what you can do is educate yourself on it and get yourself hyped to get floating because it's amazing. And it pretty much looks like we're, we're heading into a world where your health is in your hands unless you put it in the government's hands. So, I'll, you know, make a decision for yourself there. Um, and the same with cryo. They're both very different experiences. One, you're floating beautifully in, in skin temperature, water. It's full of salt. 
literally floating through space in your own thoughts and your own emotions and your own depth and your own history and your own future. And with cryo, you are literally just grinning and bearing three minutes of liquid hydrogen firing your core temperature down to minus 100 and plus. And the benefits, the um, awakening of your cellular structure, your your cognitive ability, your stress, your strain, and so on. Um, oh, there's there's Ash, who you'll hear mentioned in this podcast. Ash, our booking agent, friend of the show, and part of the team at this point from Sean Atwood Podcast just sent me a message, and you'll hear more later. I I digress. Yeah, so thank you to those two guys. Um, Make a note of the code CHEW because you can get 10% off when we get back into a world that gets moving again and you can go and experience these therapies and you can um, add them to your life. Going for it, Ash. We're going for it. Um, yeah, so do that. In the meantime, just read up on them, man. Just just Google Google cryotherapy, Google flotation therapy, and um, you will be intrigued, I'm sure. If you've hung around this long, listen to this podcast, then... Um, yeah, we're trying to find ways to make this crazy experience as healthy and as happy as possible. And these these things seem pretty proven. Um, so that's that. Thank you to those guys. And you're gonna we're going to have them in the studio because I think both their episodes, we've got two episodes with those guys previously. There were early episodes, obviously, as the podcast got going when we were just audio. Um, so you can go back. I think Matt was episode one and two, two-parter. And I think Kieran was around about number four. Um, so those audio ones are there. Obviously, um, you know, the podcast has grown a lot since then and I'm getting a little bit better at not talking over people and condensing my thoughts into something rational. Although not really. <laughs> but those guys are great. And we're go I'm going to get them in the studio because, as you know, and again, head over to YouTube to see it if you haven't. The studio, the visual studio is is great, man. It's our little, it's our little psychedelic hobbit hole uh, and bringing these guys in here. So you can meet them and see them and feel them in that way is great. So that's going to be happening. Um, so check out those two guys. Code word, chew 10% off. Okay, um, yeah. Tune I'm going to play you. I'm going to jump straight in. The tune is significant because it is um, it's in the ramble chat at the end of this video anyway. So you're probably going to hear it twice. But I want to play it in audio-wise now because um, it's an old demo of a band of mine. Again, people who've, who've been listening for a while know that we do music and have been doing it for a while and the different bands that have been in sort of live riot to lost souls to andronochrome um this is a demo that got recorded at chapel studios in around i want to say about 2012 13 uh, somewhere there chapel studios um, is somewhere where a lot of wonderful records have been made including arctic monkeys did a lot of recording there for their debut as well um and and the list goes on and on and on who hasn't been there it's a beautiful studio in the in the hills of the lincolnshire wolds um and this was kind of at the end now looking back it was kind of at the end of lost souls career really because we were at about this this was like the third album stage and we'd been flying along and we'd been down to universal music and we were being scouted we had legal representation um with stephen kempner um and we we were talking to rns records about signing something we were super close and then around about the time we were doing this we were kind of pinning things on this little record to to sort of make the decision for us which direction we were going to go but we just lost our way a little bit a lot of ch children have been born i think we had there was five children in the band by then. Um, mortgages, seven years, the old seven-year cycle had kicked in and it just felt like we'd 
done everything we could. We were as good as we could be, and we just didn't seem to catch the right boat at the right time. That was it, really. So these are unfinished. This is this what I'm going to play you now. Is just literally the. It's just the studio unmixed, finished. I think we managed to get a bit of reverb on the vocal just to make it sound like something. But essentially, these are just dry. These are just dry stems of a of a track that we were going to go on and and produce and mix. But um, I think it's very fitting for the times that we're in right now. Uh, a clue would be the fact that it's called Endgame. Um, but it's a beautiful, positive tune. You know, it's looking straight down a barrel at at the times that we may face. You know, where sovereignty, ownership, autonomy um, is slipping away and what we're going to do to keep hold of our own individually. And if I keep hold of mine and you keep hold of yours and they keep hold of theirs, what does that mean? Do we keep hold of something collectively? So, uh, And I just played it over a montage of camping and the, I won't go on because the fucking episode spells it out, but I'm going to play that for you at the beginning. So it's a demo by Lost Souls. Circa 2013. I think it's a lovely song. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to kick straight in. Uh, lots to come. Lots to come. Uh, some really exciting guests. Some really exciting news. And uh, yeah, let's do it. 2021. We're together anyway. So, you know, together we are stronger. Without further ado, this is episode number 46 of the Tudor Chat podcast. It's a ramble chat.
2021 going so far at the point of recording this is sunday the 3rd of january i can report i've had a wonderful christmas it's been a lovely um it's been a lovely time really considering the restraints that we're all under and the madness that we're all maneuvering through i've been i have been really lucky it's been it's been lovely um what I wanted to do today was just have a bit of a ramble. Um, producer Aiden has been tracked and traced and is in contact with the virus, so he's unavailable. So I thought I'd fill in the gap quite fittingly uh, here to do a bit of a ramble chat round the year up because we've just done our first year. This podcast started in January 2020, which was the first episode went out on 27th. I want to say the 27th of. January, I think it was, first part with Matt Frost, who we had scheduled to um, do an episode during this Christmas period, but unfortunately with Aiden's situation, we couldn't do it, but we will reschedule it. Um, yeah, that was the first episode, Matt Frost, part one and part two, episode one and two. That was back in January last year. Um, so it's been mad. So timing-wise, it, it works out cool. I can do this ramble chart, I can round the year up have a look back across some of the episodes that stand out that have, um, for good reasons or bad, and um, look forward to the new year as well and bring you in on some of the stuff that's happening and just recount a few bits that have been lovely for me and for Aidan and for the little growth of this podcast and maybe for you guys, the little community that we're building, this little tribe. But I guess, yeah, we'll go back to the start. So episode one with Matt Frost. I'm just going to drink some coffee. That was my first episode that we published. And Matt is, um, he's the owner of Function First Fight Academy, martial arts. He was a punker in the 70s, um, 80s, just travelled Europe, starting free parties and just bringing people together. Um, he's now running his academy, his fight academy, Function First. And within that, he has the cryotherapy, lincolncryolab.co.uk, one of the sponsors of the show. He also has Lincoln Float Lab. And he's just an all-round dude, and I can't wait to get him in here to do this next episode because we will do it, obviously, in video form as we are now, as we've grown into this kind of full-on video format, um, and you guys can meet him proper. But if you haven't listened, I do, I do, you know, sort of advise, go back and have a listen to that first, that first episode because Matt is super interesting, and I can't wait to get him back in here, and we'll, um, we'll crack him open on all sorts of stories of his mad experience of life so far. And he's a really intuitive guy and he's always on the edge of the next thing. And yeah, a lot of fun talking with Matt. So we'll get that done. That was episode number one. By episode number 12, I managed to somehow convince Sam Griffiths to come in here via Zoom, albeit. Um, this was this was pre, I want to say this was pre-COVID 2020 going upside down. For people who don't know, Sam Griffiths is, a, is the singer, frontman, chief of the band The Howl and the Hum, 
who released their debut record this year, actually in by the time they, they put their record out, ironically named Human Contact during the first lockdown. Um, I'd been to see them several times. They were a support band. I went to watch Boy Zuga a couple of years back now with some friends and saw this support band who immediately I thought, wow, these have got something special. These are good. And we went to watch them several times and bumped into Sam and the band a couple of times and became quite friendly. And then I just reached out to him to wonder if he'd do the podcast. And he was a gentleman and a sweetheart. And he did the podcast and that was wonderful. And yeah, he just cut his hair at the time, I think. I think he just shaved his head and he was kind of just readying himself for this crazy new world we were, we were sort of adjusting to at that time when we had the conversation. And it was a real privilege for me. So that was a great one to look back on. And then we done The Four Brothers, which we haven't done for a while. There's been a little bit of internal politics, as I'm sure all of you guys who are in families understand. Families don't often... It's In my experience, and it's very rare that I meet families that are just in general harmony most of the time and don't seem to have the ups and downs. But with me and one of my brothers, the, the oldest of my three brothers, Harry, we, we bump heads pretty much all the time. I put it down to the, you know, oh, we were sort of brought up in an environment that was very combative and volatile. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, we've sort of inherited in an intrinsic way between us. In our, you know, I try not, I don't think I'm like it in my relationships outside of my family. But I think there's that much gone on that we, we just bump heads and we disagree. And um, I think I just generally get up his nose, which is understandable. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've not been able to do Four Brothers again, but from episode, I think it was, was it six and eight and 10 was lockdown. So lockdown kicked in. And so true to form of this podcast coming around, which was to speak truth, to speak the mind, to, to have free speech, to look at life, the fascination with human beings. We thought, no, we'll carry on doing these podcasts. And I set up the situation to do, um, video to go into video and do video and so with my brothers it was a great thing professionally because it was a great opportunity to come in here check out the gear get together we're in an isolated studio like my little chew the chat studio 52 is an isolated studio it's not you don't see people to get here it's tucked out of the way um and we were brothers we're all in each other's bubble if you will and, uh, and we're in an isolated place. So we took a gamble and we said, no, we're going to do the podcast anyway. Um, and on the other side of it, referring to my point making at the start of the Four Brothers talk here, which was, you know, the turbulence that we grew up in and me being the oldest and us all, you know, the youngest of us, I was 26 years old. So I wanted to try and create a situation, an environment where we could get together away from the from the bullshit, from the fucking poxy happy birthday meal for one of us that we're all going to go to because, the, you know, the, our family seem to just think by ticking the boxes of, you know, the ex, whatever the neighbours will say seems to be being a family. And, and, you know, you don't, you don't be a family like that. That's not how you're a family. If you're not bonded, if you're not together, if you're not supportive of one another, if you're not in each other's lives because you choose to, because you want to be, because you just spend time. If all you do is turn up to the obligatory meals and have the photo and tick the box and here's the card and I love you, have a happy birthday. 
And then we all go on our way and we're all sort of, everybody around a table knows we're not where we need to be and it's unhealthy and you haven't said sorry to him and you never mentioned what happened there to that. Yeah, no, all that bullshit. So Four Brothers for me was just as much, more so actually probably, a, a way of trying to create an environment for me and my brothers to get together away from the wider politics and the and the little seven-minute soundbite meals that we get to sort of quickly exchange. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. You're busy, yeah, busy, fucking whatever, playing football, doing this, doing that. And actually get into a couple of three hours of conversation and opening things up. And on top of that, having it relaxing, having some lubricant, having some drinks, having some smoke and and just really getting to know each other. And and by episode, the third episode we did, which I think was number 10, which is our, was the first episode we actually we recorded with video. Um, I felt like we were starting to get that, you know, you guys might not, not know it having watched it or if you haven't watched it, if you do watch it, but I noticed it with the guys just when they came in here, like for the third time they came in here when we met up and they come in, drop the bags, hook up, have a quick chat, sit down, put the headphones on and just getting comfortable in front of the mic and exchange of ideas and the flow of conversation we got a bit better at not talking over each other and being a bit excited and it really started to come together and I, I you know there's a couple of moments where Joseph and I think Harry who've had difficult times in the past connecting and you know just being with one another you know they they had a couple of moments which were really nice and I thought oh man it's working you know we're actually we're actually dropping all the bullshit and leaving it at the door and just finding out who we are today and who we're going to be tomorrow and not living on the versions of ourselves that have been confused and contaminated via the environment before. So those three episodes were good fun. If you like to have a drink, that's you know, and that part of this podcast, which I like to do, which I like to keep true to my life, which is to hook up with friends, have a drink, have a smoke, just chew the chat and just shoot shit. You know, that those those were filling that gap, and that was great. Hopefully, in the future, we can do it again. But um, you know, whether it's three of us. Um, we'll see, we'll see. But they were great episodes. And then uh, a little bit, a little bit further on from there, we're in lockdown. Those episodes are happening, and my good friend, one of my best friends at this point in life, David McGregor, invited me out while camping. Now, people who have been listening and following the podcast at this point, I've been banging on about this all year because it's been an absolute epiphany for me. It's been and my family actually. Uh, during a year where our mental health has been stretched and pushed to the limits, I found this to be just the timing and, and the remedy of it is just, yeah, uh, probably too profound for me to even put into words, but I still try. Um, but yeah, day, episode 16 uh, was David and I while camping. He'd done a previous episode where we did it in the studio. He's one of the early guests before video. Is There's an audio out there. I think the YouTube audio is on there where Dave and I just have a couple of beers and talk about his upbringing in Doncaster and mine in town. Um, but yeah, the, the episode 16, which really stands out, was me just turning the, my mo memo on on my phone when we were out camping, my first ever wild camp in the woods, and just recording bits of the phone, of the conversation throughout the night and in the, the following morning. Um, and I found that to be really profound. I'm so pleased I did that. I just, I just realised that when I was laid with Dave in the woods, just with my little mosquito net and a, and a sleeping bag and some beers and, and what have you and he was leading the way I just I was having all of these really powerful memories of being in the woods as a kid you know in that capacity where you just go and be lost in the woods and explore and create a den and it was really poignant and we were having these chats and it just struck me 
luckily to think, fuck it, I'll just hit record on the memo on my phone. And I didn't even tell him, and I'd forgotten about it after several beers and a smoke. And I'm really pleased I did it because that first ever wild camp for me is documented and we had some really interesting chats and it's a great episode. The audio is not too bad either. Um, and again, as people who follow the show by this point know, David and I have gone on to, during this lockdown or not, you know, this year, this mad year, getting out into nature has been enormous and Dave's, um, we've had some real fun and the Christmas special we've just done as well. So yeah, check out Dave's episodes. 16 was great. A little bit further in and we start zooming. We start zooming, obviously, because of the lockdown and guests and, and so on. When I started this podcast, I knew I wanted to, you know, the people that I knew locally in my life and in my city, I wanted to get, if they were up for it, get them on because I know, I've met a lot of interesting people. And the podcasts that I love, like Chris Ryan's Tangentially Speaking, a lot of the people that I'm inspired by, these people that they're not celebrities, they don't have... Um, profile and all this stuff they've just got interesting lives and a truth that they speak so that was a big part of it um, but as we started to move through the gears and I was sort of expanding my my web if you will um, I, w I had guested on one of my favourite podcasts Hardcore Listing with Chris and Stu which is part of the Distraction Pieces Network excuse me while I drink some coffee um, and I'd done I'd done their podcast um, and having listened to them pretty religiously um, through Scroobius Pip um, and if you haven't checked out Distraction Pieces Network, there's seven or eight podcasts on there. They're great. And Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces podcast is brilliant. And the boys, Chris and Stu with Hardcore Listing, it's a great shits and giggles podcast. I do um, I do say check that out because if you like a loose kind of half an hour, 40 minutes, just silly shit, it's great. But yeah, I did their podcast and obviously we we, we just connected. We, we we really hit the hit the ground running, chatting all things breastfeeding, MMA and all sorts in between. And the guys were good enough to come back on my podcast individually um, and become friends, you know. And Stu, who's um, one of the directors of the Pod Bible magazine, who's uh, obviously helped us. That's the only advertising we've done. We've put a couple of ads out with, with Pod Bible and they've been really cool with us. They've done some editorial with us. They've just been really supportive, helped us out no end. Really lovely, really lovely reaching out to those guys and then getting that connection through this magical podcast world that seems to happen. Um, you know, when you really do find something that you love and you sort of stick with it, um, as I hope you guys do with this, you know, th these w wonderful, magical things can happen. And Stu coming on my podcast was was amazing. I really appreciated his time. And we're friends at this point. And actually, we've got plans this year. Keep forgetting to say it's this year, not next year. This year, 3rd of January. We're going to go out and do a camp because uh, they've never been up to the peaks. So we're going to take them up to the peaks. We're going to do a camp and then we'll come in studio with Chris and Stu and we'll probably just do a shits and giggles one and have some fun. So that'll be, that'll be something to look forward to. Um, episode 29. So we're cooking at this point. This is around September. We're kind of used to this lockdown, not lockdown thing. You know, that's kind of novelty's worn off. But the podcast, we're into September. We've 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 been doing video, like I say, since March, since that episode 10. And my battle with social media and wanting to be on social media and not wanting to be on it and recognising if we're all truthful with ourselves, you know, if we didn't spend all the time fucking about on there thinking that we're doing things that are useful or not, you know, we'd be better off for it. We really would. There's no two ways about it. But... It has enabled me to connect to people I would never, not otherwise be able to get to, at least so directly. And being a big fan of the Sean Atwood True Crime podcast and Sean's channel in general, Sean's got one of the biggest, 
um, UK podcast channels, uh, 600 odd subscribers, 600,000 subscribers, I think. Um, and he chats as, as an ex-con himself and somebody who's recovered and now goes around schools talking to, to kids and trying to promote a positive choice, a positive future for kids. Again, this podcast is all about that trajectory and the fascination with what happens to children and how that sets trajectory so often moving into adult life and then what that means for a healthy community, healthy um, civilization. I love his podcast and on there I caught Darren G. And Darren G, I'd heard quite a bit about the G family from Liverpool, a notorious family in Liverpool, um, violence. Danny G is one of the most violent prisoners in the UK. It's, it is said by myth. Um, but Darren G, I saw on, on Sean's podcast and he was really engaging, really fascinating, and I felt an affinity with him. I felt um, some parallels. Um, and then there was talk that he'd done this James English podcast, so I'd seen bits of James English along the time, and I checked that out and went over to James and watched him on James English as well. And I felt compelled, and I felt like he was the kind of guy that, if I was to reach out with it, out to him, I think he would he would respond. I think he would see what I'm trying to do, and I think he'd... He'd um, help me out and and want to be part of what I'm doing. And I did that. And for anybody who does know Darren's story, you know, he's got death threats on his life. He's upset a lot of people by uncovering drugs culture in in Liverpool and turning his back on on the drug culture and the crime and uh, gang culture. And he was cool and he came, he agreed to come down here and we met and I took him, um, picked him up and we spent some time together and we had food uh, my wife and, and stuff and we fed him and had a lovely time and he did the podcast and it was a breakthrough moment for us because Darren, um, Darren's got a mad cult following it turns out on, on Instagram and on YouTube and online and that episode was really the first episode that gave us, um, gave us a little breakthrough certainly on YouTube you know we went from I think we'd, we'd celebrated 100 subscribers um, the week before we'd, had a, we'd done a Aiden and I had done a t-shirt design lockdown liars uh, t-shirt that went down great and we did like a 10 t-shirt giveaway which was fantastic because we were over the moon that we'd hit 100 subscribers on YouTube it felt amazing and then we had Darren on the following week and we went up to 2000 subscribers and his episode hit something like 60,000 views within on on YouTube alone or I don't know within a week and that was really humbling. And that was my first sort of inroad to like, oh shit, you know, like, fuck, do I want to do this? There's shitloads of comments. Some people are saying, this is amazing. This is up there with uh, James English and Sean Atwood and, you know, sort of name dropping, chew the chat, this humble little podcast with some of my favorite podcasts saying that we're, we're as good, if not better. This is a fucking really cool vibe. Love the studio. And then you'd come across the odd comment, which was like, fucking hell, this host is sending me to sleep. Fucking wake up, blah, blah, blah. And then I would realise, fuck, I'm getting drawn in. Do I even want to do this shit? Like, I'm smart enough at this point in my own head to know that you don't read comments and take comments positive or negative on board. Either either way, yeah, it's nice to know that people get what you're doing because that's why you're doing it. You're trying to share your experience, you're trying to unravel this experience because I believe we're all scared to fucking death in some way behind our eyes, you know, inside our skin. And the more that we can understand that we're all like that, the better it seems to be and that's why I do it. But yeah, it's it's a fucking reminder when you get, you know, when you get some neg 
but it's all part of the process. And I quickly squared myself up, fucked off and did some camping, left my phone alone. And I've been working towards not having the phone in my hand as much ever since. But what an episode that was. Darren became a friend. Um, we've stayed in contact. It's been really cool watching him make the changes and adjust and find positivity in his life. And he's in, he's certainly inspiring a lot of young people. And he just announced recently on his third episode on the James English podcast that he's going to be a dad. And um, yeah, I've spoken to him and we're going to we're going to do this again we're going he's going to come down again and we're going to chat all things positive about parenting and creating a world for young people that um yeah which gives them a line of positivity and support and and safety and an ability to to find out who they are in and around all this peer pressure um so amazing episode that was and a, a real breakthrough and I can't thank Darren enough for giving us his time then straight after that we did Long Gusto which was amazing Long Gusto was fantastic we we just first time we'd met proper Ben and I um, musician from down in well he's based down in Brighton as a rapper done so much cool stuff like kind of satirical clever hip trip hop rap music brilliant and we had a great night he brought a bottle of rum and we drank that and we just went in deep for like three hours and we ran into a bit of a war with some covid chat and we got a bit of a telling off from youtube and i don't think we've recovered you know i'll take a moment right now to 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 sort of mention this i think because we do talk pretty openly and i share my thoughts not to be right or wrong i just share my experience regarding covid and what i feel and um, guests we've gone in on it a couple of times whenever it comes up and I haven't shied away from it um, but the algorithm does not like that and I think we have been sort of shuffled to the bottom of the pack a little bit which you know we live with it you know the numbers they're not where they should be um, and maybe I'm you know maybe I should shut up but I'm not going to we're going to carry on carrying on and there's things happening in the future that we're going to try and mitigate some of this um, in our own way which we'll get to but that was a great episode and a little bit of an uh, eye opener to remembering that YouTube don't like everything that you say these days uh, and we got a little squash but it was a great episode loved it great fun and then not long after that we got Chris Glasson so I mentioned Stu Chris and Stu hardcore listing got Chris on Chris is famous for not doing podcasts not listening to podcasts it's an inside joke within the distraction pieces as Pips is probably his best friend massive podcaster in the UK eight podcasts or so on his on his uh, network <laughs> and Chris doesn't listen to him but he came on this podcast and it was lovely and we just had a I mean like I said before it's like we've been muckers for years just laughing and joking at all things inappropriate and um, making plans for the future and that was a great episode and I was really um, blessed to have his time so that was cool uh, and then not long after that Tony Gooch so Tony Gooch um, again in the, in the same vein as Darren G a reformed criminal who's really trying to help the young uh, by sharing his stories by trying to trying to get young lads to think again his, his movement his hashtag is think first and just trying to persuade young lads to just get away from the gang culture and create something for themselves where they're not going to end up either dead or in jail. And it was a great episode and he was a really buoyant character and I couldn't believe that he's done the things he's done and he's such a lovely lad, um, but a violent criminal um, once upon a time. And a great episode and we've kept in touch and he gave me a shout out later on uh, when he did another appearance on the Sean Atwood show on Sean Atwood's True Crime podcast and that was really again it's nothing to most people but to me it was a really nice moment because 
I'd had a, you know, I'd had a genuine um, rapport with Tony and he carried that on a couple of months later. And when he did go on a big podcast, he took the time to give us a shout out. And to see my little podcast get a shout out in, in positive faith on, on one of my favourite podcasts that got me even started was a real little moment for me. And I can't thank Tony enough. And again, a flood of people came over and we, get, we, you know, we, we grew the channel again. And so I'm sure we'll do something again in the future, but a great episode and a real eye-opening episode. Tony didn't hold back. That was a great episode. Um, and then not long after that, I had another little bingo moment where I reached out to DJ Slipmat. Now, people of my age, maybe even a bit younger, certainly a bit older, will remember the rave days. They were big and uh, they still are, which I've learned. And I thought, ooh, Slip Martin. There's a few few guys from back in the era that I thought, man, I used to have all these guys on my walls. I loved rave. I loved, I was too young to go, but I had all these flyers and all this stuff on my wall. And it was amazing. But um, yeah, getting getting those getting those responses and Slip Matt coming back to me, so magnanimous and sweet and humble and like, yeah, let's do it. And at one point he was going to come to the studio, but then I think we hit another lockdown or some shit. And we ended up Zooming him in. But um Again, can't thank him enough. And what an insight and what a lovely guy. Really, really inspiring guy. And he, he told me, uh, all of us, you guys as well, a couple of books that really changed his life. I think Cyber, Cybernetics, and um, the other one was called, fucking hell, let it come to me. Q cut in the video where he says what it is. Dr. D. Martini, over the last few, over the last few years, um, he's a really, really really clever geezer um but he's done some he's done a couple of books all around values one of them is called the values factor and for me it's an absolute game changer yeah great guy super duper guy really enjoyed having him on and it was a fanboy moment for me as it was having some from the howl and the home on you know i've managed to squeeze a couple of fanboy moments in and it's been amazing um another standout episodes from the year were kind of when i've had my kids on you know like i think episode 18 and 32 were Sonny and Jesse, my two boys, um, in that in that order. Really cool. And I think little documents that we won't even realise how important they are until we're way in the future on their 18th birthday. And I play them back, you know, a podcast episode they did when they were five, which was basically just a chat with their dad that I recorded and they didn't really understand what was going on. But yeah, it's nevertheless, we've got them documented and it was lovely and uh, I, I've got a version of Sonny's in particular where he was singing along to songs. We were just sat in here. It was an impromptu. We were listening to songs by the Beatles and Sam Fender and we were singing along, but I couldn't put them in in the video because obviously YouTube will not allow it. But um, I've got a full length version somewhere when, when I will get that up and available to you guys where we're singing along to the songs and he's so sweet. And then the Jesse episode where we're actually out camping which uh, I really, I really had a magical time with him. Um, and we just got little bits of clips and he's just such a sweet boy. I mean, Jesse, I just, he want, he makes me want to be a better man. He's just so selfless and pure and lovely. And I just fucking find all the holes in myself when I'm with Jesse. Uh, so again, lovely to have that documented. And then obviously the episode we've just done, number 45 with my stepdaughter um, from my ex-partner, my ex-partner's daughter, who, um, yeah, just remained in one another's lives remained bonded remained you know as important as ever, as ever if not more because we've grown 20 years of bond by this point so having her on as a young student a young woman tackling the world again another document in years to come will be um will be really nice to have for her and for for me and for the for the family so yeah that was some some episodes from this year that um 
that I've really enjoyed that have stood out to me for various reasons. But the whole fucking journey's been great, man. The first year's been great. It's been a mad time. We hit the video stuff when the lockdown started happening and it was fucking Frankie Furlow. It was like, what are we going to do? So fuck it, I'll, 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 we'll crank it up. We'll go video. We'll, we'll, we'll spend a little bit of money and we'll try and get this show on the road visually. And I'm pleased we did because I love creating environments. The environment's cool in here. We've tried to make this feel like you guys at home are just sat in with us. You know, I didn't want it to be too formal. I mean, some of my favourite podcasts... That I love the conversations, but I'm a little bit of a stickler for like, I like environments. I like creating an environment. I like creating an energy and a, and a, and a, and a vibe. And some of the podcasts I watch, it just feels a little bit formal. It's just like bare walls and a bare table and a bare mic and a kind of sort of like, I don't know. There's just, listen, we're all different. We all fancy different shit. But I just try to create something here which is reflective of my world, you know, I love my little things, my little psychedelia and my Egyptians and me mushrooms and I just like that vibe and, and music and film and um, yeah, we wanted to introduce that into here and have it almost be like a, a front room or a bedroom and when you're watching, you see you're sat in with us and we're just, yeah, we're literally chewing the chat shooting the shit and you're in it with us and if, oh, if we're having a drink on the episodes or if we're having a smoke or whatever it is we're doing you're just with us and that's that's the vibe I wanted to create that and I'm really proud of that and, and Frankie Furlow made all that possible the time given to us to be able to utilise so that was what we did and it's been, a, it's been a great year and we've got a lot coming on next year another thing that happened was really random and, and cool was uh, we re- received a message one day, like we do often after episodes, you know, um, and it's from a guy in the Philippines, English guy in the Philippines, who said, look, this is going to seem a bit weird, but um, I've just come across your podcast by total random chance on an Instagram feed, must be a mutual friend or some shit, whatever it was, and really, really enjoy it. And ironically, I'm not sure you'll remember me, but I remember you and... As people who listen to podcasts now, I've done music for years. I still do music. Um, Andrenochrome. Go to Spotify. Google Andrenochrome. Music's out there. Last single went out beginning of this month. If you like kind of daft punky Depeche mode digital dance music with songs, words, choruses. Um, but this guy reached out and said, uh, yeah. I did a piece. I used to used to have a publication in, in, in Lincoln. When I was in Lincoln, I had a publication and we did a piece on one of your singles and um, I've really been enjoying the podcast. It's been a real kind of taste of home and I'm actually working on the Sean Atwood podcast as a booking agent and a sort of a planner and processor. Um, and I'm, if, if there's anything I can do to help you, I'd love to help and, you know, give me a shout and maybe I can help you out with guests and blah, 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 blah. And as, as I've just said, being a big fan of the Sean Atwood podcast and the UK podcast movement, it was like, whoa, what's the fucking chances of that? You know, that is so cool. So I was obviously super grateful to Ash, powerful Ash, you're out there. Um, yeah, and he's been a little mentor with me and has helped me um, sort of believe, keep believing in what I'm doing and keep shoveling and... Um, just keep on doing what I'm doing basically and we've formed an alliance and he's helping us with some really exciting stuff um, as as next year will we'll, we'll, we'll prove you know we've got plans for some guests so uh, these aren't all concrete this is all kind of chat between me and these people but I think we can say these are probably going to happen so 
Michael Maisie, who, um, again, I came across initially on Sean's podcast, English lad, come from a terrible background of lack of love, um, just a broken family, a lot of abuse, alcoholism. Um, he went into care, you know, all sorts of mad shit happened and he's turned his life around. He now has the CIP project, the Change is Possible project. He's written a book, Young Offender, which I've just finished, which is amazing, Michael, by the way, if you're watching. Um, and I chatted to him. We've gone back and forth quite a bit on Instagram via video and he's a lovely, sweet guy and he's going to come up and come on the podcast and he's got a story that just fits the bill perfectly for this podcast which is rising up from the flames of a difficult start a difficult childhood you know recognizing how much love is available you know and how to cultivate love and certainly how to manifest it and how to put it back in your own life and into the people around you and his his, his book is amazing and for young people who are yeah looking to find some inspiration to get off the, the tracks to the wrong place Michael's a dude. As I've mentioned, um, Darren G. Darren's going to come back on. Um, we're going to chat all things parenting with Darren, so I'm sure that'll be really interesting. I've had several people after the Darren G episode uh, hitting us up on YouTube, sending us messages saying, loving the podcast, really, really cool to know we've got another podcast alongside James and Sean. Um, you need to get Marvin Herbert on. Get Marvin on. It'd be a great guest. Please get Marvin on. I've had this from, I don't know, countless seven, eight messages from different people. And so um, I said, okay, cool. I didn't know a lot about Marvin at the time. Um, I've seen clips of him about. And so I, I did a bit of digging and checked him out. And I went to James Eng English's episodes with him and checked him out. And then with Sean's and his own podcast now, um, what's, James, what's uh, Marvin's podcast called? Again, cut to fucking Marvin. Um, nothing but the truth, I want to say. What an interesting dude Marvin is. And again, he fits the bill, the same thing. These these people that I'm kind of drawn to, these people that have just turned their heels on, on a life that where they were in and managed to recognise things, look at themselves square in the mirror and say, hang on a minute, I can do better. I am better than this. And I can do better for these people around me. And Marvin is got some serious stories man I mean he's been shot five times I think he's been axed in the head he's been stabbed his eye got shot out it just yeah crazy man he's done some serious serious uh, violent crime and he's turned his he's turned his life around and he's got a real spiritual element to him which I'm really interested about and it's not really been dug into too much on a podcast I've seen and that's where I want to go with him and Marvin said he's he's up for doing this um so that's really exciting hopefully we can nail that down in the same vein, again, Billy Moore now, for people who, again, who listen to this podcast, they know that I've lived in Thailand, I've got a lot of affinity with Thailand, been going to Thailand since I was a kid. My second son, young Jess, uh, was born there. Um, this whole uh, Buddhist scenario is a big part of the culture because we've been going there for so long and part of my stepmom and my sister and my dad, you know, it's a big energy that comes in, not in a religious sense, but in a in a karmic sense. And... Um, I'd read a book a long time ago by Billy Moore, his experience of being locked up in jail, you know, and if anybody knows Billy's story, then you'll certainly probably know the film with Joe Cole starring A Prayer Before Dawn. Um, now, that is a fucking visceral film. For anybody who's been to Thailand, they capture Thailand and the commotion and the mayhem and the, and the, the corruption perfectly. And Billy's story is 
is amazing. Um, and he's a dude. He's a real dude. He's a he's a roughy tufty scouser who's in touch with his sensitivities. And I think he's just finished his second book. And we've been chatting back and forth through the old Instagram. Um, had a lovely phone conversation over Christmas. And I'm going to go and see Billy and do Billy's podcast. And Billy's going to come on here and we're going to chat Thailand and our experiences in Thailand and obviously his his second book and stuff. And so that's going to be really exciting. And it goes on and on. I mean, I've got a list here that I could keep going. I mean, Paul Hayes, Hazy from YouTube for all the campers who like the camping stuff that we do. Hayes is a massive influence on, on, on us um, from the camping videos. He's a Whitby lad and he just does funny, really insightful videos, but he just plays with it. He has a lot of fun and uh, he's agreed to come on and he's friends with Matt Morgan. He takes Matt Morgan out a lot and I love Matt Matt's affiliation with Noel Gallagher and Russell Brand and all that. So, yeah, Hayes is going to come on. We've just got to work it out when. That's really exciting. Looking forward to that. Uh, Dr. Grace Robinson, who's uh, an academic and really pushing... Um, and making um, making the public aware of the county line situation with kids um, and drugs and social issues that come along with county lines and the, the criminality and the, just the pain of 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 how society's kind of created this monster um, with the county line systems of drug dealing. So she's coming on. Um, Benjamin Zephaniah. Um, I hope we can get this one sorted. We, in principle, it's been agreed. Benjamin, again, for people who know, he's a poet, he's a, he's a writer, he's a playwright, he's just an all-round dude, man. He's a he's a um, he's a Jamaican who grew up in Birmingham with Jamaican parents, um, came over in the Windrush, and he's like a, he's a raster poet and full of love and political poignance. And he's a Lincolnshire boy at the, the, this point in life. He lives out in, in, in Lincolnshire. So we're hoping to get that one sorted because I've been reading his books and following his poetry and I've dived deep into Benjamin. And he is a dude. So Benjamin, if you're seeing this, let's get this nailed down. Um, but in principle, we're there, I think. We've got a mutual friend. So hopefully that's going to work out. Um, yeah, and then and then just a, a load of other people that are, that are just so cool. I could keep going. I could keep going. Ron Swanson, from the dark web, web expert who who just opened my eyes to the reality of giving your kids phones and what's going on in the world, the dark world that we sometimes don't want to think about, but paedophilia, the way the world's changing, access to information and children having phones and apps and shit. He's a fucking dude. He's very colourful. He's very, very animated. Uh, he's also a camper and we've got plans to go on a camp and do a couple of podcasts and there's loads of shit. I could go on and on and on and on, but I'll leave it there for that. Um, this year we're going to be... We're going to be promoting our website. So we've put a website together, 40 Miles West um, have built us a website. We reached out to us and just said, look, you need a website. We want to do you a website. Let us do you a website. So I was like, fucking thank you so much. Appreciate it. That website is up and running, I believe, as of now. So I'm going to link to it in the description below this video. Um, but the aim of the game is going to be to try and build that website and put our content, content, coffee break by the way um and and not rely on youtube instagram i'm so close to fucking instagram off but as i've clearly just pointed out all these guests that i'm chatting to these people that i'm reaching it's through instagram and it, you know it does point to what we're doing and i'm just trying to find ways of disciplining myself and not pressing that nasty little magnifying glass fucking button and watching people doing press-ups in miami and fucking 
camel racing in fucking wherever and just fucking 50,000 scrolls later, what am I doing? But by building our own website and housing everything in one place, I think as we move forward, what we are going to learn in the new world epoch SARS-CoV-2, um, I think we're going to realise that the, the censorship and the, the control of content is going to be accelerating at speeds that, we, you know, we're just going to be having a, a narrative that is very, very well manicured to suit whatever the mainstream arc is. And I don't want to be part of that. I want to speak truth. That's the reason I do this podcast. Truth is a difficult thing because we don't always want to hear it. And it's not to say that it's right in any way. We all got our own truths, but the freedom of speech, the freedom to think is, is what's being eroded. Um, We've got to maintain that, and this podcast is about that, whether it's me or the guests or whoever the fuck. If we get it wrong, we get it wrong, but we've got to speak from our hearts, from our guts. We've got to tell it as this experience as it is. And I think the only way we're going to be able to do that in the future is to is to make sure that we are the owners of our content and we're not relying upon um, things like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you know, um, we've got to try and, and create the stuff and own it ourselves and create the communities and make them stronger. Um, so that's what we're doing. The website should be up and running now, so go and check it out. It's it's, um, it's very simple at the moment. I'm going to be blogging, so there's a blog on there. I'm going to use that blog as my kind of therapeutic outlet. So in between these chats, I'm just going to just, just do blogs of, of whatever it is to the chat, but often it'll be personal stuff. Not so much for you guys who watch here in YouTube, but for people who listen to the audio, I do like a 20 minute intro on, on the audio versions of these podcasts. So you get what you see now, you get this audio um, of the actual podcast, but you also get 20 minute leading, which is me chatting about what's been happening, what might be happening. A bit like these ramble chats. This ramble chat is as close to the intros and as... as as, as it's going to get really it's just a roundup of what's going on to the chat as opposed to just the the, the actual guests but the blogs are going to be interesting because i do i do miss writing writing's good for you writing's good to just put your thoughts down and get lost and follow the pen and, and see where you end up so i'm going to start doing those i think i've done three already the blog's going to be on there there's access to obviously to the podcast itself on there all the contact will come through there so you know just sign up for a newsletter let us know who you are. Send us a message. If you know guests, if you think you're a guest, if you think you've got an interesting story to share, just hit us up. Send us a message. We will respond. We will come back to you. Join the community and let's form a community because you're going to find this is going to happen as we move forward. Instagram, Facebook, it's all being sterilised by the minute, man. The terms and conditions are sick if you take a minute to look at them. It's sick. You get, you, you, we're going to have to start creating these communities and it means more anyway. You know, everything's great. It's abundant when you're scrolling down Instagram and, oh, I follow them and I follow this, but there's a kind of, there's a slight disconnection. There's a slight diminished connection because when you actually go to the website, when you actually become a patron or whatever it is, you know, it means more because it's more of a diversion of your time. Um, and I think that's where we're going to be going in the future. So the website's a big thing. I'm really excited about it. Um, yeah, check it out. Drop us a line, drop us a message. Let us know who you are. And we'll um, we'll keep growing that. We're going to put a commerce on it. We'll get the shop the shop up, and we'll get all of our t-shirt line out. These little mugs, which are wonderful, we'll get them out there. You can have a mug. We'll do a giveaway. Um, I think we're going to do some giveaways of floating and cryotherapy as well for people who get involved. But we'll work that out as it comes. Um, but as as a as a whole, I'm not going to I'm not going to go on for too much longer. I had ideas to talk about the 
dreaded, but I'm not going to bother because I don't think I need to. We all know where we are at this point. You know, this year has been, last year has been mad. This year is going to be what we decide it is. If we want to take control, if we want, if we want to have ownership of our decisions, we can, we can do that. You can do that. And if you do it, you might find that they do it. And if they're doing it, you might find you're doing it and so on. So we can do that. Um, but in the meantime, I just want to say thank you very much. One year. We've done a year. Chew the Chat's done a year. Pretty much, you know, this month. So it's been mad. It's been a fucking strange year to start doing a podcast and tricky to get guests and lockdown this and fucking restrictions that and tears here and tears there. But we've done it and we will continue to do it. Um, so that little list of, of potential guests coming up this year, keep your eye out like i said the newsletter once a month will will give you information and insight you can bounce us stuff um if you are not following us on instagram head over give us a, a, a hit on instagram if you're following this if you're watching this video and you're not subscribed hit subscribe hit the notification bell let this let these videos drop in your lap um and tell a friend man that's the that's the most important thing if you enjoy it if you take something from it if there's something worthy for you then yeah tell a friend and and um let's grow this little tribe and try and make sense of this mental fucking life that we're all trying to we're all trying to get through um because there's beauty in it there's beauty in it when you find the others as terence used to say mr powerful terence mckenna find the others so anyway all the links are down in the bottom of this video um the new the new website is www.chewthechat.com dead simple uh, all the links will be in here there is one more thing i'm going to do i think if i can work a way of getting it around it rights wise i'm going to do a playlist so again for people who listen to the audio we play a track in each week that sort of uh, is either music by the guest or to do with the guest or tracks that i just pick that i just think fit the conversation and kind of round off the energy of the vibe so I think I'm going to do a 2020 playlist. I'm going to put all those tracks together and create a playlist, whether or not I put it out in an audio podcast format or a Spotify playlist. I don't know. I'll, I'll work that out. But in the meantime, um, yeah, get yourself out while camping in these fucking lockdowns. It's great, man. It's where it's at. It's how you're going to fucking, for me anyway, it's been utter peace and sanity and reconnection in ways that I can't even describe. So... I'm going to give you a little montage of this year's camping as we play out. But um, yeah, thank you, everybody. Thank you for being part of the tribe. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for caring. And let's hope that 2021 can be what we need it to be, which is unified together. Let's put the phones down a little bit and uh, pick our lives up. Take care of each other. Peace.
Thank you for listening to Chew the Chat podcast. Thank you for listening to Chew the Cat podcast. Chew the Cat. I want to do my own work. Go on then. Very angry. Well, there you go. Um, you've had enough of me by this point. So, again, I'll try and keep this keep this sweet. Um yeah, it's exciting this year and doing that episode for me looking back was really quite emotional because it's been a fucking mental year anyway. Come on, it's been mental anyway. Um, but then when I kind of looked at the body of work and the journey we've been on and even when I was looking back at the clips and we looked at the Four Brothers stuff, the way the studios come on from the microphones to the 
cameras to the backdrop to the fucking logo to you know yeah it's been really really a wonderful year i've really enjoyed it and we've managed as i point out towards the end of the, the episode you know the camping and getting outside has been key absolute key because i believe that's a fundamental to make you or help you see positives elsewhere as well it's not just oh when we go outside we feel better but when you come back you know you bring energy you bring connection with you and yeah you tend to find a positive uh, a little easier a little quicker than than before for me maybe anyway um yeah moving through through the episodes and the little accomplishments that we've made that you know and it's difficult but you know you think about numbers and growing a podcast or growing anything i've been in bands since i was 13 years old you know you've got this feeling you need to share something. I've got to share this feeling I've got, right? Whatever it is, this, this uh, the best way I can round it up is just a, 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 an awe. I've just got an awe wonder of what the fuck are we even doing? Who are we? Why are we here? What is going on? And what is the experience? And we're all having this experience, which is the same, but it's absolutely different and fundamental to you yet we can all understand something through, whether it's writing or poetry or music or love generally. Um, and so, yeah, the podcast is for me has been a real outlet in that way. I'm, I'm learning it all the time. It's a therapy for me. All these guests that I have on from all different walks of life that I'm just getting to talk to and listen to and look in their eyes and hear their words and feel their energy helping me tremendously. Um, it really is and to look back on it was was um was emotional but it's you know you do you do sometimes look at certainly after you know we got a little bit squashed by youtube when we talked covid vaccines and so on and so forth um with long gusto after we'd had a little breakthrough on on youtube really we'd broken through with darren g where people were starting to take note of us because there was substantial numbers there because we had a, somebody who turns out i had a, a cult following in darren and um you know, I believe, like I've always believed in whatever music I've just done, you make your own mind up. That demo you just heard, um, you've heard it twice on this episode. You know, I'm my own worst critic. If I think something shit I've done, then I will be the first to say it and happily take on board anybody else who wants to say it. But if I believe in something, if I believe it's good, if I can look at it objectively, stand back or subjectively even, you know, and stand away from it and, and remove myself from it and say, okay, yeah, that's good. That's as good as that or that like that can stand shoulder to shoulder with that you know i believe that and the music's been that and i believe that with the podcast as an all-round production not necessarily me in 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 myself but in in the sense of a production in in the value of the production in the graphic design in the whole holistic energy of this podcast i believe i believe in it and i think that's because of what i just said because of the therapy i'm getting from it because of the the story that brought it around for me to want to explore um, other people's experience and see what we can learn from them and share that and be inspired and be motivated that I think that's why and um, I'm really proud of it and sometimes when you look at the numbers and you think fucking hell you know what's happened we're we're we're, we're up we're down we're, we're we, and everybody that I speak to whether it's Sean Atwood at this point and Ash you know Billy Moore you know like man, the fucking podcast is great. Keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, and you watch YouTube videos and they'll say, just keep going, keep going, keep going. And I know that in my bones. I love doing this. I love doing this. And the world's a bit mental at the minute with censorship and all the rest of it. So um, 
I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and, and keep growing because what is happening is is all this love and all this um, learning that I'm taking from meeting people, these guests that become friends. I'm taking back into my life and my children are benefiting from all these different walks of life, views, opinions, perspectives. It's it's fantastic. And I'm going to be blogging about this. So um, like I mentioned in the in the episode, you know, head over to the to the Chew the Chat website, www.chewthechat.com. It's linked in, in the description of this podcast. Head over there, join the newsletter. I'm not going to be bombarding anybody with a newsletter. It's just a, a way of collecting um, you guys up and knowing who you are and where you are and I can get stuff to you. Because when the fucking curtain comes down on you guys wanting to be able to listen to real talk, and I don't mean R. Kelly real talk, I mean just genuine chat, you know, which isn't censored, which hasn't had to be manicured and fabricated to fit the fucking whatever the bollocks is that is being, you know downloaded into the culture at a frightening rate at the moment then it's going to be somewhere further down the line we're going to have to transition from youtube we're going to have to transition from these platforms into our own space and i want to be able to collect you guys up and be able to keep giving you something that's nutritious and real and hasn't had to have been doctored to you know to to fit everything because then we're going to catch ourselves out so um yeah i do i do implore you to head over there and do that. I know it's a fucking pain in the ass. And like I say, I'm not going to be hitting you up with loads of fucking this and that and the other. And here, buy a t-shirt. None of that shit. You know, if we do stuff, it'll be there for you to see. But ultimately, I want to. I want to just keep us in the game. So do 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 that and uh, drop us a message on there. You know, if you if you think you've got a guest story, if you think you're a guest, if you know someone who's a guest, drop us a message. Say hello. Just say hello anyway, man. Just say hello. Let us know your experience. Let us know what's going on. Let us know how it's going for you because we need to share because we care. Um, so chewthechat.com head there I want to take a quick moment then just to thank our American listeners because you're going through a difficult time as the rest of the world is but particularly with what's going on with leadership and, and um, you know these these uh, activists being labelled as terrorists who've gone into the White House and you know it's a very complicated situation but it's like anything you know it's the, it's the elders that should know better and uh it doesn't look good for the vibes over there. And I want to send love because our American contingent is just growing. And I'm telling you now, I've got a little inkling. I've got a little inkling that, um, you know, Texas has gone shooting up in our ranks here. It's taken over from California. I think that's since Joe's moved. Since since Uncle Joe's moved from California to Texas, I'm pretty sure that the contingent of listeners has gone <laughs> with him for us. <laughs> That's my little pipe dream. Um, Washington, powerful Washington. We've got our most listeners in Washington, then Virginia, Ohio, then Texas. Powerful fucking Texas. Sending love to you, Americans. Oregon, California, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, New Carolina, New York, Maryland, Georgia, Florida, Connecticut, Nevada, Tennessee, Illinois, Arizona, South Carolina, Pennsylvania. We send you peace and love from Tudor Chat. I'm honoured to know that you guys are, are listening. You know, so much art, so much storytelling, so much culture, so much wonder I've taken into my life from, from watching the American culture unravel, whether that's through film, through book, through art, through music. You know, the story that America has told has been um, abundant in my life. And to think that you guys, some of you guys are over there and um, taking something positive away from Tudor Chat really, really fills me with pride. And that magical podcast thing that happens, you know, when you know that the feelings that I get when I listen to 
Chris Ryan tangentially speaking when he's in a Colorado forest somewhere, you know, speaking into his phone, doing his podcast, and he says some words or he has a guest that just opens up a, a passage of thought for me that I take back into my little life in a in a sleepy little historic town in Lincoln in, in the UK, and yet this magical kind of interconnected spirit energy sounds woo but that's what it is you know when you listen to words that have been undoctored from somebody just naturally coming in that that resonate with you that, that open up a pathway for you that's so powerful and to think that we might be you know uh, uh, playing our part backwards to you guys over there is honestly i can't tell you i could shed a tear i'm close now sat in the studio on my own it means a lot so thank you very much everybody um and we wish you well and we send love America and 2021 we've got to make decisions for ourselves and we could learn a lot from America from taking a little bit of ownership back for ourselves here in the UK um, so yeah peace and love to you and listen everybody else as well listening the UK obviously super power to you all got loads of interesting stuff coming up we're going to be week on week on week we're going to be having this so I'm so in, excited to bring you the, some of the guests we've got going on. And I've got some news that's just got to be signed off about me going on um, a couple of podcasts, which I'm going to be guesting on, which I'm really excited about. And um, yeah, it's going to help us get to more people like you, like me as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm buzzed about that. But in the meantime, brothers and sisters, you've got to stay strong. Trust yourself. That's a, that's a mantra I've been telling myself in the moments of doubt, you know, you, you hear the hearsay, you see the news, you see the bulletin, you see the headline and you doubt yourself. You doubt, you, you doubt yourself because of the words, because of the noise, because of the din of the others, you know, the people who are trying to direct the narrative and trust yourself. That's what I keep coming back to. Trust yourself because we are powerful. Trust yourself. Trust your instincts. If you believe, if you feel that your choice is the choice, then go with it. Be respectful, be honourable, you know, but just go with what you know, because that's what we must do. And the more that you do it, the more that I do it, the more that they do it, the more that we'll all do it, the, the, you know, the good wills out in the end. That's all I've got to say. Look after each other, love one another, and we will meet again. Peace. <laughs>